you should not trust that email. First up, anything dealing with gift cards is a scam. It just, you need to know this. So Travis, let's, let's talk about some common types of scams. What are some of the scams that we're seeing right now um, that are, are commonplace for, especially for businesses? Yeah. So you'll see a lot of people reach out uh, on email, of course, and uh, perform phishing attempts where they're trying to get you to click on a link uh, that you shouldn't be clicking on uh, to get you to go to a website that wants to install malware on your computer. That's huge. That's been popular for a long time. Uh, and that shows no signs of slowing down whatsoever. Uh, another big thing is that um, people will solicit your um, accounting team in your company and try to get them to wire money and make payments uh, that, you know, they're, they're trying to get, you know, they usually try to pose as the president of your company or CEO of your company and say, Hey, so-and-so I need you to wire this money over here real quick for this reason or that. Um, and unfortunately those are really effective. There are a lot of people that get uh, tricked by those and wire enormous sums of money to accounts that, uh, you know, are, uh, stealing from them, you know, that are nefarious. So that that's a huge one. You've probably heard about all the scams where, uh, people are trying to get you to pay for things with gift cards. Um, you know, and they do that sometimes a couple different ways. They'll do that through a phone call, uh, where they say that they're with the IRS and that you owe taxes and you're going to go to prison. Um, and so then they need you to pay off, you know, the outstanding balance. I recently saw a scam. It actually went to a relative of mine who used to live here in town with us, but now is out of state that said that they owed money on their utility bill from uh their resident here residents here in, in state uh and they needed them to make a payment for that uh past due utility bill and when they got on the phone they could tell that the people who were talking to them were not you know from this country they were from outside of the united states and they started to pick up pretty quick uh on the fact that this was not legitimate but there i mean there's really no um that list is huge but those are just some of the most common ones email phone call. And then the other thing I'll add to it is there are a lot of malicious websites that pretend and tell you, Hey, you've been infected with a virus Call this number right now. So you can get it cleaned up all those sites. Whenever you see something like that, that says, Hey, you've been infected with a virus or, you know, there's something wrong with your PC. Those are all scams. Never call those sites. Uh, you know, you're just going to get taken advantage of. That's a lot. Unfortunately, we live in a world where People just constantly try to take advantage of people. And what's crazy about this, too, is that a lot of these people are very smart. Instead of dedicating that uh, that ingenuity and that, you know, those smarts to uh, to something positive, they they dedicate this to uh, to something that's negative. So it's not always, you know, these scams aren't always just, you know, somebody who's down and out and destitute and, and is just going to do whatever he can to get money. They, these are these can be people or organizations who are are very intelligent and who have a whole system around trying to take advantage of people who are willing to help someone out or, or yeah. just are people who are caught off guard. Well, the problem is, is that they're successful. It works. It really does work. You know, you might wonder sometimes with the spam that you get in your inbox, you know, who's clicking on these emails, unfortunately, 
a lot of people are. And so it's really important that we talk about this because not only are the criminals smart, okay, but a lot of the people who get taken advantage of are also smart. Uh, unfortunately, they're, you know, these um, techniques are preying on our desire to be helpful um, and to want to do good to one another. And they take advantage of that. And that's how we wind up finding ourselves in this position where we're doing something that in hindsight, we look at and go, I can't believe I fell for that. But, you know, so don't feel bad if you've already, if somebody's watching this right now, you've already fallen for one of these scams, you know, don't beat yourself up about that. A lot of people do have this happen to them. But what I would say is pay close attention to some of the things we're pointing out here so that, you know, it doesn't happen to you again, or you can share this with somebody in your household or in your family to help them avoid being taken advantage of, you know, before it happens. Right. So that, that's what that's, I would say. Yeah. And that's a, that's actually a perfect segue into the next question I had for you, which is who, who do these scammers target and, and, and how obviously the, the how is, is answered in part by what the, what the scam is, but um, who are some of the targets of, of these scams? Sure. So there's passive attacks, which kind of go out towards everybody that are massive blasts. These are going to be more of your traditional phishing, what we call phishing attempts. Then there are going to be some targeted uh, versions of these called spear phishing attempts. That's what we call them. And spear phishing is, you know, there, there's regular phishing. You're throwing a line out. You're seeing if anything bites on it. Spear phishing, you're trying to hunt, right? You're trying to find the target and spear it, figuratively speaking. So spear phishing, they're going to go after a big popular uh, target in a company is going to be the assistant to the chief executive officer or any of the C-level officers. If they have assistants, they're going to go after the assistant because the assistant probably has all the passwords for the, the person that they work for, all the phone numbers, access to their bank accounts, access to all kinds of sensitive information within that organization. They're also going to target the accounting people in accounting because they have the ability to, uh, you know, move money around and uh, wire wire money to them. So they're going to go after those folks. Um, that's you're going to see more spear phishing at those levels. And then you're going to see more um, just broad, casual phishing across the organization as a whole. You know, one of the things they want to do is maybe get you to download a virus that creates a, a ransom uh, ransomware event in your network. Right. And then they can ransom you. So there's, there's, they can ransom you. They can ask for you to do a wire transfer. They can um, get into your system and then try to impersonate you to your customers and then get your customers to send payments to them instead of to you. That happens. There's just a whole, I mean, host of different ways that they're going to try to get it into your system and trick you into um, sending them money or giving them access. And so who are they targeting? Everybody everybody that's that's good to know too um we're not no matter who who you are you're not not above it and actually a lot of the uh the newsworthy scams that we've seen have targeted sometimes you're surprised i know i have been um at times where you're like wow this is a big executive with a company that probably has you know a lot of people looking out for them and their security um and yet this this still happened. Um, so that actually kind of kind of leads us into another question. If this is happening so pre so so if it's so prevalent, it targets everyone. Uh, how do you protect yourself? How do you protect your business? What are some steps that that people and businesses can take? 
Yeah, the first and most important thing is going to be awareness. You have to know that this stuff exists. You have to have an idea of what it looks like. And you you need to be, um, you know, uh, cautious, right? You should be skeptical. When you get an email coming from your boss that tells you that he wants to give or she wants to give, you know, gift cards to everybody at the office. So go out and get $1,000 worth of Google Play gift cards. You should not trust that email. First off, anything dealing with gift cards is a scam. It just, you need to know this. Anybody telling you to get gift cards for any reason that unless they're standing in front of you in person and you know them, just default, your default reaction to that should be, this is not, this is a scam. This person's trying to rip me off and I can't drive this home hard enough to everybody. If you're, if it's, um, at your business or at your home or in your personal, you know, your personal life, and you're getting these emails from your, your private email or your business email, or, or you're getting phone calls. And they're saying at any point in that conversation, you have to go get a gift card. You're being set up and you're being taken advantage of. You will never pay a legitimate business in, with, with gift cards ever. You just, it just does not happen. When you see an email that is asking for you to do something like provide credentials uh, you know, click on this link because your account has expired. You know, don't don't click on those links. If Microsoft is sending you an email that says, "Hey, your your account credentials have expired," go to your browser, go to Microsoft.com, go directly to the service and log in there. Don't use the email link to do it. Don't ever do that. And because uh, if you think it's even if you think it's real, okay, if anybody's telling you that you're, you know, that you work for or work with, I need you to do this thing. Pick up the phone and call them. And don't, if they put their uh, contact information in that email, don't use that contact information. Pick up the phone and, and call them based on your corporations, your corporate information for that person. There's a thing called phone spoofing. I want people to know this. I can make my phone number look like your phone number. It's not hard at all. It's very easy to do. You can do it for free. So I can make my number look like any number on earth that I want it to look like. I can make it look like I'm calling from 911 or the White House, okay? It's not hard. These scammers know how to do it. So even if you get a call, okay, that looks like it's coming from corporate or whatever, say, okay, you know, can I, what's your name, yada, yada, yada. When, when you're done with the information, hang up, call back. Call back out to the corporate number and verify that what you, the request you got was real. So that's the first thing, right? Uh, awareness. Know what these attacks look like. Know, uh, be more suspicious and more cautious, okay? So the the second thing is there are technical steps that can be implemented, right, to help cut down on the ability of these scammers to be successful, usually sometimes before, like before they attack, but usually post-attack. But I want to make it clear that these are not nearly as powerful as that first one, which is awareness and training, Okay, so you can implement multi-factor authentication. That's huge. We've talked about it many times before. Turn it on, turn it on everywhere. Because this means that if they do get credentials, uh, they need that second factor to get further into the environment. Um, and that stops them, right? Obviously, having good uh, spam, you know, anti-spam settings turned on on your email servers. I'm going to use some acronyms here that's not going to make a whole lot of sense to everybody. But talk to your IT people about SPF, DMARC, DKIM, okay? Those are things that you can turn on on a technical level. 
do you use Microsoft 365? Do you have their um, Microsoft 365 Defender service for your email? If you don't, you might need to upgrade your license and get that. You know, there, there's a lot of things that you can, tools that you can implement that help. Uh, do you have antivirus? Do you have endpoint detection response, EDR or MDR, managed detection response? Do you have that in your environment? Again, these things help. But the first thing you need to do is create awareness and training because your people are the weakest link in this chain by far. And you should have a technologist or a technology provider you're working with that can provide that training. Um, there's a couple of services I want to point out. We use uh, WebRoot. Okay, WebRoot has a phishing simulation that they can perform where we fish our customers. We send emails to them to see who clicks on it and who falls for the attack. And we don't do any naming and shaming. We just collect that data and then we're able to issue out some additional training to those people privately and say, oh, hey, just so you know, this is what happened. Here's how you could prevent that in the future. Here's some additional training to get you, you know, safer, right? So we do that. We do that through a web route. There's another, um, I think Know Before is another very popular service out there. Even Microsoft 365 does have some uh, phishing simulation capability built in too. If you have your own internal IT staff and you want them to build that out and use that. Um, so that's what we use. Get with somebody who can help train you and can simulate these attacks in advance and prepare you to defend yourself against them. Got it. So uh, some very practical steps there, which is, you know, again, we, we, we say this in a lot of our videos, but we want to give people something they can use. So awareness, obviously, and then training, which that that's awesome. So something else that I would recommend, there's a YouTube channel, uh, Jim Browning tech support scams is what the logo says. Go to his channel watch his videos. He does a fantastic job of actually uh, catching uh, scammers and preventing those scams. But you'll get a great idea from his videos of what some of these scams look like. So I, I, I want to give a shout out to Jim Browning as well. Uh, it's fantastic. He's not the only one. There's a lot of other folks, but I'd suggest start with him and check out his, his videos. They're very informative and you can see what a scam looks like. All right, Travis, a lot of awesome info. Thank you for that. Practical steps that individuals and businesses can take. Um, let's do what we always do and let's wrap it up. 30 seconds or less. How can we beat scammers? How can we protect ourselves? So educate yourself as much as possible or your employees as much as possible. Get training for them. Set up some simulations so that you can see who needs more training and you can test out how it's working. Okay. Implement uh, the different technology that will help you cut down on this. Uh, but most of all, make sure after these things that you're working with a partner that helps you implement it correctly so that you can be successful. And, and please don't ever pay anything with gift cards. Just please don't ever, ever do that. 